Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 328. We're looking at Acts chapter 28, verses 17 through 22. Let's read our passage. After three days, he called together the leaders of the Jews. When they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, although I have done nothing against our people, or the customs of our ancestors, I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. After they examined me, they wanted to release me, since there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. Because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no charge to bring against my people. For this reason, I have asked to see you, and speak to you. In fact, it is for the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain." Then they said to him, We haven't received any letters about you from Judea. None of the brothers has come and reported or spoken anything evil about you. But we want to hear what your views are, since we know that people everywhere are speaking against this sect. Well, Paul is finally in Rome. Paul was accused by the Jewish leaders of a variety of crimes. He then was sent to Caesarea to appear before the governor. The Jews came and made their charges against him. The Roman governor saw no substance to them. The first Roman governor, Felix, didn't want to upset the Jews by releasing Paul, so kept him for two years in jail. Then the next Roman governor, Festus, tried to delve into this. He also didn't want to upset the Jewish leaders, so he wanted Paul to come to Jerusalem and stand trial there. That's where Paul appealed his case and said, this isn't going to go well. I'm going to get killed if I go to Jerusalem. And so Paul has been sent to Rome for his appeal. Now he's arrived at Rome. He is allowed to live in his own house with a soldier guarding him. That's where we pick it up here in chapter 28, verse 17. After three days, he called together the leaders of the Jews. So he doesn't waste any time. He's only been in Rome in his house now for three days, and he calls together the leaders of the Jews. Normally he would go to the Jewish synagogue, and we don't know exactly what the nature of things were at this time, but based on inscriptions they find in excavations in Rome and uh, some historical documents, it's believed there were probably 11 synagogues in Rome at this time. So there are plenty of synagogues, but Paul can't go. Paul's under house arrest, so he has to call for the leaders of the Jews, the synagogue leaders, to come to him. And they do. When they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, although I have done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors, I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. So Paul's reciting here what we already know and we have heard before is that uh, Paul was accused by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem of misdoing and was handed over to the Romans. Now, if we remember exactly, he really wasn't handed over to the Romans. The mob rule was trying to take effect and the Romans rescued Paul from the angry mob in the temple. And then the Jewish leaders in the Sanhedrin wanted Paul released to them. So it's really the Romans have pretty much rescued Paul from the hands of the the Jewish mob and the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem. And he maintains his innocence here. I didn't do anything, done nothing against our people 
or the customs of our ancestors. Verse 18. After they examined me, they wanted to release me, since there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. And all of the Roman leaders have said this. That's what the commander of the Roman garrison in Jerusalem said when he sent Paul to Caesarea. He said, I find nothing wrong that he's done here. That's where Felix, when he examined him, I find nothing wrong that he's done here. And when Festus examined him, and then when Agrippa examined him, everybody has said all along, we really don't find anything wrong here. And that's what Paul's telling here is after they examined me, that is after the Roman governor examined me, they wanted to release me. Verse 19, because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no charge to bring against my people. So here he's explaining that even though the Roman officials determined there was nothing wrong, they wanted to release him, but they felt they couldn't because of the Jewish leaders. Now this is worded a little awkwardly here. He says, even though I had no charge to bring against my people. The best explanation for this is that even though they have wrongly accused him, he is not accusing them of wrongdoing. He's here to have his innocence proclaimed. He's not here to bring any accusations against those who have mistreated him. Even though they're falsely accusing him, he is not accusing them of anything. Verse 20. For this reason I've asked to see you and speak to you. In fact, it's for the hope of Israel that I'm wearing this chain. So he wants to speak to them. Paul's general mode is to go to the Jews when he arrives in a town. Now, this is different than a lot of the towns we've seen that in because in most of the towns we've seen this before where Paul first goes to the Jews, he's doing evangelism because there is no Christian presence in this town. He's bringing the gospel to the town. It's a little different here in Rome. There is a Christian presence and there has been for several years. So Paul's not bringing the gospel to Rome, but Paul certainly wants to bring the gospel to anyone who will hear it. And here he's making his uh, segue into the gospel presentation, that I'm here for the hope of Israel, and that's why I'm in custody. Verse 21, Then they said to him, We haven't received any letters about you from Judea. None of the brothers has come and reported or spoken anything evil about you. The point being is, we don't know the background to this. And it's hard to take the actual sense that, they, that they're trying to get to here. It's, you know, just a matter of fact, we don't know anything. We have gotten a letter, or we haven't had a representative come to us from Jerusalem to tell us about these things. You're being accused by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem. And now here you are, we as the Jewish community haven't gotten any word about you. And some say that would be odd, you know, they they should have sent letters, they should have sent representatives. However, there may not have been time for it. Uh, Paul has just arrived and if they sent a letter or a delegation or a representative after Paul left, it'd be very unlikely that they would get there before Paul did. Say, well, Paul was shipwrecked for three months. Yes, but there was no travel during those three months because it was the winter time. 
So there may just be that there has been no letter, no communication, no representative, no delegation from Jerusalem because it's still on the way. It's not like they could send a telegram or make a phone call. It has to be delivered in person. So we haven't received anything about you. And there may be a sense, some people say there's a sense here of they're not sure how to go forward with this, of they don't want to rise to Paul's defense, but they also don't want to participate in the prosecution of Paul until they get some word from Jerusalem of what they're supposed to do in this situation. All they know is what Paul is telling them, so they may want to keep things at arm's length until they find out more. Verse 22, but we want to hear what your views are, since we know that people everywhere are speaking against this sect. Now, Paul's obviously told them more and has uh, some reason they know he's associated with the, the Christian sect. But they say, we know people everywhere are speaking against this sect. And it almost sounds like, but we ourselves, we really don't know anything. We're in the dark about this Christianity thing. That's a little hard to believe because Christians have been in Rome for a number of years. In fact, uh, remember back in chapter 18 of Acts, when Paul's in Corinth, he encounters Priscilla and Aquila. says that they were there because Claudius had kicked the Jews out of Rome. And, and as we said then, the, probably the best understanding was he didn't really kick all the Jews out of Rome. He may have ordered some Jews, particularly leaders of the Jewish people. Some say he didn't really kick people out of Rome, but he just made it unpleasant enough that a lot had, had left. And maybe he ordered the Jews to stop gathering together publicly, stop meeting, stop worshiping together in the synagogue. And some people think that that edict of Claudius back, and even the dating of it's hard to say, uh, best guess is there was 49 AD or perhaps 51 AD, but it was thereabouts. It was sometime prior to Paul being in Corinth. Some say that the whole background to that was fighting in the synagogue over Christianity, that uh, it was, there was a lot of unrest and disorder amongst the Jewish community, specifically over the gospel, over Christianity. Rome is all about keeping the peace. So if you Jews can't play nice, well, you can't play here. That is perhaps what the Edict of Claudius was all about. But regardless, um, just the idea of this, uh, gosh, we really don't know anything about Christianity. That's a little hard to believe. They may just be being polite and diplomatic here, saying, because they're trying to keep things at arm's length of, well, you know, we, we hear some bad things about Christianity, but, you know, we ourselves, we're kind of neutral on this. But they do invite him to tell them. In verse 22, he says, but we want to hear what your views are. Now, I see this, and they're basically saying, Hey, Paul, would you share the gospel with us? And, of course, Paul says, Why, yes, I would love to. And so, our next section, uh, we will hear that, as Paul shares the gospel with the Jews in Rome. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.